Hi, welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved, and understood. So this is the place where women can share their story. Welcome to episode 52. Jenna Giza, in Catholic circles, is the name associated with the beautiful women's ministry of Blessed Is She. Jenna's heart, as you will hear, is like most women's. It has a deep desire for authentic friendships, connections and communion. Like all of us, these deepest longings and yearnings can only be satisfied when we have Jesus at the centre of our lives. If you're looking for accompaniment on this earthly journey towards heaven, this is a great place to start. Go check out Blessed Is She. Or for an Australian flavour, there are places like right here, the Universal Sisterhood Podcast. Um, now, on the 12th of June this year, there will be a full day retreat. Full day, I'm meaning 8.30 in the morning to 8.30 at night. Um, please hold me accountable because um, I've wanted to do this retreat for a very long time. Uh, many obstacles have been put in our place, but this year it's going to be different, but it's going ahead. Um, so watch this space. You will find more details to come, but keep the 12th of June free. Um, I'll be working really hard to get this off the ground in the next few weeks. So please pray for me as I will be definitely praying for you. Um, let's build beautiful feminine friendships that not only lead us to each other, but ultimately to the heart of God. Also, coming up on the 5th and 6th of March, there's a virtual Catholic women's conference run by Genius Project called Awaken the Dream Within. Go over to www.geniusproject.co. You'll find all the details there. I hope to see you there also. Um, Please enjoy this episode and your homework is to share it with a friend. So enjoy listening to Jenna Geezer. Today on the podcast, I have one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met. She's all the way from Tempe, Arizona, and she has a heart for women and a heart for community and a heart for prayer. And those three things are what um, has changed my heart in the last four years, five years. So I am so grateful that I have this beautiful woman on the podcast. So I would love for you to introduce yourself. Who are you? Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be with you and to be able to talk to you. You are a gift to me, so thank you. Um, My name is Jenna Gizar, and I am the founder of uh, Blessed Is She, which is a Catholic women's community. Um, I'm also a wife and a mom to five amazing kids. Um, And yeah, I just love to talk about the Lord, and I love to uh, talk to women about building faithful friendships and I know you and I have so much in common and share such a common heart in desiring those two things. So I'm just so happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Um, So I want to get back to the beginning. So this desire, how did Blessed Is She come about? And was, were you always a woman that was seeking the Lord out? Mm. 
I was. Um, I was raised Catholic, a uh, cradle Catholic. My family always went to Mass on Sundays, but we didn't necessarily talk about it at home. We didn't talk about the Lord or, or pray together. Um, so in high school was really when I started to see people who lived out their faith in their everyday life. And it really meant a lot to me to see that, that it wasn't just something held to Sundays. So I just started to be around more people like that and realized more and more how to live a life of virtue, uh, how to discern with the Lord and make good decisions and all those things. I hadn't ever, I had such great character building from my family, but not necessarily character building that centered around the Lord and virtue. Mm. So it was just a gift to me um, to grow up with people who really lived surrendered lives to to Jesus and um, to the church. And so I had uh, what I call my heart conversion when I was in high school, where I gave my heart to the Lord, where I said, I'm all in. Um, you saved me and I, I want to know you. Um, and then ever since then have deeply been pursuing him, um, falling a lot of times. I've struggled uh, for a lot of my adult life um, with doubt. Uh, I, I struggled with atheism for a while, and it's always kind of been something that's been nagging at me, um, probably for the past 15 years or so. Um, but every day I wake up and I want to know the Lord more, and I want, um, yeah, to just have a pure heart that's only and always just for Him. Hmm. So when you say doubt, was it doubt that... Um that Catholicism is the um, true church or is it doubt that um, he's not going to come through for you or doubt that, you know, am I doing the right thing? What, what kind of doubt are you talking about? So mine was really just around the idea of God in general. Um, so mm -hmm. is there a God? And um, really once I, once I can nail down that there is a God, everything else falls into place for me personally. Um, I do believe mm -hmm. that, Catholicism is the one true church, you know, after God and everything in the Old Testament and he sent his son and all of that lines up for me um, fairly easily. Uh, once I get past, there is a creator and he created something out of nothing. Um, so yeah, that's, it's just, it, it really does feel like when I started, I call it flirting with, when I started flirting with atheists, mm -hmm. I only just this past year was uh, told by my spiritual director that perhaps there was an actual spirit of doubt that had come upon me. Um, mm. And because it always just felt like I was trying so hard to get rid of it um, without actually praying for deliverance from some sort of spirit or maybe something that's actually like heavy on me. Um, so she invited me to go to confession and to tell the priest how long I had been struggling with this and really talk to the priest about it. And it was beautiful. It's been a beautiful journey of finally, finally letting my hands go of this like clenched fear that maybe I've got it all wrong. Um, mm. there's finally an openness and, and a real stepping into a trust that I didn't even realize was missing. Um, but trust in this God, uh, in this creator. And it's been really, it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. How beautiful. So that 
Do you think the um, doubt was that you feared that you could have, because you've started this Catholic women's ministry mm -hmm. and like here I have all these women who are, you know, on the journey with me and I I could be such a fool for, for yes. believing all this. Yes. So is it, do you think the, the core is pride? Mm. Well, I struggled for a long time with feeling like I was kind of living a double life in terms mm -hmm. of I, I am saying I believe this and I want with all my being to believe this. And yet there's something in my brain that's telling me maybe it's not, maybe it's not real. And so often I would find myself just clinging to the Lord, clinging to him, wanting so badly to be rid of these second thoughts of these doubts, because I didn't, I didn't want them. I, I knew that there was abundant life for me in and through Jesus Christ mm. and his and I had personally experienced it. So I had no doubt, you know, on a on a human level that this is real. Um, but there was I definitely can attest to spiritual attack on me and my um journey with the Lord that was really trying to hold me back. Um yeah and praise God he's mm. He's delivering me from it. How beautiful. Um, and you're not alone in those kind of doubts. I mean, I have them too. And it, people think, how can, if you're doubting, then, you know, why, what hope is there for me? You know, we, we outwardly look like we are, are, you know, good Catholics. We kind of, we promote the faith. We talk about mm -hmm. it with every breath. We go to Mass. We say the rosary. But we're human too, and we are attacked by these these this fear and doubt, yes. and we're not immune to it. And I think it's in that um, attacking that's when we actually build up our strength because we mm -hmm. we can only rely on Him. Yes, um, it's it's. I, I listened to um, the Franciscan friars the other day. Um, they are actually, yeah, they were doing your, your um, advent journal. It's so funny. At first I thought, oh, it's just like a couple of boys laughing. But, gosh, they are fantastic. I They're love amazing. them. Yeah. Um, absolutely amazing. Um, but one of them was saying how he had back surgery. Mm -hmm. um, being on his knees, that's, mm -hmm. that's, you know, the cross does actually save you. And, mm -hmm. and it's not just a platitude. It's not just a, yes. whole, a lot of words. You realise that when you were actually on that cross with your suffering and your doubt and your fear, that's where he comes in to pick it up. And and mm -hmm. he you can't get through that without him. And it literally saves you. Um, it is so redemptive. And I've experienced it myself. I'm sure I mean, you have as well. Um, but it's not until you actually put on your knees Mm. That you realize that this he saves you. This is where he comes, you know, he comes, he's always there, but he's more apparent. You are on your knees and helpless and small and poor. Um, yeah, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, that was a really beautiful revelation for me. Is that he is so strong in every area of mm. my weakness. So I have no 
need to fear my weakness or to fear what I'm not good at because that is exactly Mm. the place where he is the most powerful within me. And that's been a a big consolation. Um, Just that he is God and I'm not, and he can do so much through me that I don't even know or realize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When you, when you said you had your um, breakthrough moment and you realized, that he was the creator and was nature a part of that like could you see Mm -hmm. him in nature is that is that did that play a role in in opening your heart just a little um I've never actually been a nature girl but now you're encouraging me to (laughs) get out there yeah (laughs) Um, get out there yeah it's he he speaks to me a lot through my children um Hmm through my husband, but mostly my kids, um, the profound love that I have for them that continues to grow um, is just such evidence to me of just a tiny sliver of the love that he has for me, mm-hmm. which has been uh, you know, life-changing. When you experience a love like that, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, So I I think I've shared with you before, I never wanted or desired to be a wife or mom. I I never felt called to it in a vocational sense. Um, So me falling in love with my kids on this very, uh, on a level that I can't explain, you know, this this deep love for them is something so surprising to me. Mm. And that's, So how the Lord works in my life is that he surprises me. Um, So that love that I have for them is surprising. And again, just evidence of of his love for me as well. I love his his language is different for everybody. Like he speaks to us in the tones that we can hear. Yes. And and that that was a massive revelation for me. Mm -hmm. Massive. And And I only actually really came to understand it at your retreat because there were there were all sorts of Catholics there those with veils and and, you know really you know um, hippie type girls and young girls and older women and I just thought this is the church yes and he speaks to everybody differently but we're all here together and it was just Mm -hmm. such it was so beautiful so I can't thank you enough for that thank you Jess it was such a gift to be with you there and that's exactly right I have loved that since the beginning we've wanted to be a community that's for for every woman not necessarily for one type of woman one type of Mm -hmm. Catholic uh, Mm -hmm. one how one person prays is the only way no this is for every single woman Uh, we believe from the bottom of our hearts, that authentic Catholic community and female friendships are for every woman. Uh, We know that the church is for every woman, that the Lord is for every woman. So we want um, to reflect that in what we do as a community and in what we talk about. Uh, So it's so beautiful to see, like you said, these women who are so different in, in all the ways that you can be different. Um, Economic status. Yeah. Everything. Um, Yeah. So 
yeah, it's just a gift. Yeah. He's been so good and faithful and yeah. Um, I wanted to, there was a lady there that I, we, you know, how you, you put us in small groups of yeah. location or postcode and I didn't fit into any of them. Right. <laughs> I wasn't even in the right country. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I got matched up with this woman from Boston, I think. And, um, we have, anyway, one day I just thought, because we were given those bracelets, yeah. I think it was like you pray for the, you share the bracelet, I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. I had this lady and I saw my bracelet, which I'd given to my daughter, um, on her wrist and I thought, oh, I have to send that lady an email. So I sent her an email and I just said, I've been thinking of you, I've been praying for you, just hope um, hope you've settled back into home because you I think her daughter lived in Tem in Arizona. Okay. And she had come with her daughters had come to this thing. Yeah. And um and she's and I said because we were talking about this um I think that there was a pro-life rally or there was something mm -hmm. on that she was feeling that she should um invite because she came from a very wealthy um socioeconomic background and mm -hmm. this was not her comfort zone to invite all these people to this pro-life uh, to this right to life kind of dinner mm. and I said I've been praying I hope you um had the courage you, you had the courage to invite those people and um and she sent one straight back like it was there was no time lapse it was like we we're in the same time zone yeah and she said I can't believe you just sent me that email she said I've been thinking about it you know I'm not going to do it I'm not going to do it and she said, now I know I have to do it. And, wow. and then a few weeks later she said it was a raving success and she got all these people to come. And it's just one tiny, one tiny thing that you have to um, just that's on your heart that you know yeah. that, you know, it's a, it's a connection, it's a prompting. And that's what this community of women is so necessary in our day and age. And I, mm -hmm. you know, I am. Um, I experienced it just recently. I had had an experience where I really relied on good, faithful women friendships, and I really want to foster this in Australian women because it is so needed, especially yes. in today. How do we start? What do we do? <laughs> How do we get the courage? How did you do it? What did you do? Yeah. Well, it was a lot like what you said it can feel like a small prompting right and just speaking that out to another woman to give her courage to say i see you um to say even if you're not hoping i'm hoping for you mm. um maybe in her suffering or her pain um but i think that 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 you clued in on is huge is the word courage um i think it takes a lot of courage it takes our own, I think, security in the Lord as well. Um, our own understanding of who we are as, as God's daughter and that because we are filled with him, we're filled with the Holy Spirit, that we have the courage from him. It's not just our own man-made courage that we're trying to uh, muster up, um, but that the courage comes from the Holy Spirit. And the more we listen to him with these little promptings, the more he'll He'll make bigger promptings for us to listen to and and he'll um, 
change hearts and change relationships and change families and change marriages mm -hmm. through our prayer, through um, our courage. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had a really similar experience um, when I was struggling in marriage. Um, just a few years ago, I, I was really feeling desolate in my marriage. And I had a, an acquaintance call me on the, on the phone and she said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm not doing well. Have to be honest, I'm I'm feeling very um, discouraged about my marriage. I feel like I want to quit. And she just started praying over me on the phone, and she had an immense amount of courage. And I know that that courage came from her own personal relationship with the Lord, her yeah. own um, faith, her own belief, um, her own. Uh, seeing what God has done in her life and reminding me that God saved her from this struggle and this suffering and this pain, and he will do the same for me. And she mm -hmm. spoke life into our marriage. And that is the kind of pinnacle moment in my life where I turned back to the Lord after feeling an incredible amount of despair, being totally checked out from God because I thought mm -hmm. my marriage is a disaster and I'm already making plan B in my head and fantasizing. Mm -hmm. um, and instead I, I turned back to the Lord and I turned back to my husband and it changed, it changed everything. And I so badly desire to be that woman to someone else. Mm -hmm. I, want to be the woman who speaks life into another woman, into any of her pain or suffering, um, who can laugh with authentic joy at her delight and her um, happiness, you know, to be on the full spectrum of a vulnerable and honest relationship, which is all the way from, you know, the pits of, of misery to the heights of incredible joy. Um, and so because she modeled that for me, I badly desire to do that for other women. And not only that, but to tell other women, we can do this for each other. All of us were made for community. We're made to speak life into each other, to give each other hope, um, to rejoice with one another. I firmly believe that that's why we were made. We were made to to be in union with God and to be in communion with each other. Mm, that's so beautiful. But not only her courage to, to pray over you also allowed you to be courageous. Yes. To turn yourself back to your husband. So it's like that analogy with the, with the rock in the pool and the yeah. ripples. Yes. So one, one drop and just the effect mm -hmm. of that virtue you know, regardless whether it's courage or, you know, temperance or whatever, when you're seeing yes. witnessed by one person, the effect, we have no idea of the ripple effect. And that is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, I, um, I go swimming and um, I have a lot of, God uses everything to talk mm -hmm. to me, the, the mm -hmm. pool, <laughs> the sky, mm -hmm. my children, the birds outside my window. Um, He's just so funny, <laughs> you know. Even it's just silly things. I can't. Yeah. I can't even say it. But he, <laughs> I do. I do laugh. Like if the kids see me and I just laugh, 
by myself. <laughs> I'm having a conversation or I've seen something with the Lord, you know. I'm not mad, I promise. <laughs> anyway, I was swimming the other day and he uses that time in the pool without a doubt every time to to speak to my heart. I think because it's so monotonous, up and down, boring. Yeah. Um, he, he fills me with just, he just puts things on my heart. Anyway, um, there was a girl there swimming. She was in the lane next to me and I thought, oh, that's nice. She's, it was in the middle of the day and I thought that's a bit odd. Why is she here in the pool in the middle of the day? She should be at school. Um, but anyway, then after a few laps, there was another girl and I thought, oh, they're swimming together. That's great. Um, but they, the, the first girl had this real heaviness about her. She kept mm-hmm. staring at me and I, I, I did, I thought, oh, I'll have to pray for her. You know, she seems quite sad. Um, and then after a few more laps, I looked up and these two girls were, um, clearly using this time, alone time to express their desires for one another in the lane next to me. And I felt so sad for, and I don't want to seem judgmental. I just, I I just felt really sad for them. And I, I prayed a lot for them for the rest of the laps and, um, I had been hearing a lot about the cry of the hungry and the cry of the poor in my prayer. Mm-hmm. And when I finished my laps, I um, got out of the pool and they wanted to come into my lane. So they both got out of their lane. And I saw with my, you know, I, I already had felt this kind of heaviness about them, about the first one. And then the second one, I, she got out of the pool and she had cuts all down mm-hmm. her arms. And I just thought, there is the cry of the poor and the hungry. I am one of them. That is me too, yes. crying out. We have these visible, you know, signs of our desire and our hunger for our Lord. And people don't know where to turn. So they're turning to all these other ways to fill them up, to satisfy them. And it won't, it doesn't satisfy. And I include myself here. Yeah. Um, but I just had this real um, moment where I thought, this is the cry of the hungry. We need him so badly yes. um, because we have these visible signs of not not being one with him. It just mm-hmm. really spoke to my heart. I couldn't, I still am praying for these two beautiful girls yeah. who desire happiness and desire um, this, you know, desire to be his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we're looking for it in other places. Yes, yes. I keep on thinking of the word intimacy. They're looking so much mm. for intimacy, you know, totally. and they will, we will, we will only be satisfied always and forever um, mm. in our relationship with the Lord. And I know in my own life, I think, Jess, it's just so beautiful that you were able to, you know, I, I, cause I do think at times it can feel like, oh, I'm being judgmental. But to look at these and one, to pray for them is such a beautiful posture. And two, to say, what is this uh, visible sign that is possibly an ache that I have within myself as well? Something mm-hmm. that I can relate to, mm-hmm. um, not just being condemning of, of what that mm-hmm. is, but to say, there's an ache in all of us. Um, there's an ache in this young girl and that ache is just intimacy with the Lord, to know him, to know she is seen by our God and loved deeply. Mm. Um, and I know that is obviously um, 
extreme isn't the right word, but, but a very visible, um, it was very visible. Yeah. Yes. Um, but even in my own life, I've noticed the more I grow in relationship with him, the closer I get to him, the more I want anything that I'm ever attached to, to be off of me. I want to Mm -hmm. let go of all attachments. Um, and isn't that freedom? Yes. Yes. It's all about freedom. Yes. And, and I think, you know, probably a few months ago, I would think, well, I'm fine. Like everything's swimming, you know, going swimmingly. I, I'm not sinning. I'm, I'm fine. Um, and I think just the deeper I get with him, the more he purifies and cleans away things that I didn't even know were maybe impeding my relationship with him at all. Mm. Um, Anyway, so again, I just think it's a beautiful outward um, example, not beautiful, but a a very uh, poignant example of this outward expression that all of us really have inside of our Mm. hearts, which which is an ache to be filled, to be intimate with the Lord. Well, he actually, it was a speaking, he spoke to me, like, this is the cry of the Lord and the hungry. You, you, You are hungry for me. You know, and and because yes. we don't have him, we turn to all these other ways. Yes. And so it, she was speaking to my heart. You know, yes. I wasn't condemning her. Right. And I just felt I just felt um, that I had to pray for her, and mm-hmm. I smiled at them. It's like I wanted to give them a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just thought, come, let, let's do this together. And that's why I really am. I wanted to talk to you to talk about beautiful. Catholic community, Christian communities, mm-hmm. um, and that we need them. We need yeah. each other. We can't do it alone. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Well, and you had asked earlier how to how to start, you know, and um, Father Mark Mary was here uh, a couple uh, yeah, months yeah, ago yeah. of the Poco Poco podcast, and I said to him, you know, this is the this is the this is the golden ticket question is how to start and he said the most beautiful little simple piece of advice for me which was uh, the next time I'm with a friend to say the name Jesus and I just loved that I just thought it was so simple and yet profound because the name of Jesus changes the atmosphere changes the room changes everything yes So um, I tried it. I have a deep friend or or a dear friend who is also Catholic and we each have our own, you know, we pray and we have time with the Lord, but we never actually talk about it together. And so I tried it with her. I just talked about the Lord with her once and it wasn't a big deal. It was no, you know, lightning in the sky moment. It was just one little introduction. Um, to becoming more comfortable with each other, to talking more about the Lord. And anyway, so I just offer that. I just think it's it's an easy thing that each one of us can do. Um, is to just but it takes courage. Up. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. I know somebody said to me the other day, what if you had one prayer for your children, what would it be? Mm. And I it just came, I said, courage. Wow. We need courage today. Yes. You know, my children need courage. It's, mm-hmm. We live in a really 
different kind of world and mm. we need courage to be faithful, courage mm. to, to turn to Jesus, courage to show up, you know, courage to get out of bed yes. sometime, you know, mm-hmm. I think courage. We, yeah. Anyway, so thank you. You are so courageous. I'm going to try the Jesus thing. I don't, I don't know how it will go. Let me know how it goes, Dad. <laughs> I will. I will. So before we finish, yeah. um, I asked my guests something that brought them joy this mm-hmm. week. If you could think of one thing that brought you joy, what would it, what is it? Well, um, last night I went to a mm-hmm. prayer night at a church here in Phoenix and my husband played the drums for oh. the worship music. And that brings me the most joy ever to see him playing the drums and worshiping our Lord. And it is a very profound uh, example of someone living in total freedom. And so that was mine. That's beautiful. Yeah, That's so beautiful. Well, mine is um, that just before we started, well, actually this morning, I bought your digital download copy of Set a Fire for Lent. And it's, I've always had the physical copy, but I didn't get, my year has been, even though it's February, uh, it's already been very, very busy. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get to them in time. Um, so I ha- now have set a fire and I cannot wait to dive in because Lent, before I started doing your um, Lenten journals mm-hmm. and Advent, Lent to me was a chore. Mm. an absolute chore yes um I dreaded it every year it was like oh it's coming up next week it's gonna be 40 days of hell (laughs) 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 totally (laughs) but the first journal I ever did opened my eyes to this isn't hellish this is getting to know the character of Jesus and it doesn't have to be taking stripping all these things away it's inviting him in um and it totally changed my my perception of Lent and so I'm really excited that's brought me joy so thank you I'm so excited thanks yeah yeah um so and also my kids I've told them this year that we are going to pray the rosary as a family for Lent. Every day? Because, yeah. Okay. That was just, I have to be honest, Mike feels the same way, my husband. Ah. I know. And I'm like, how would we have the time? You know, there's not enough hours in the day. So I think because we're talking right now, I think this might be the Lord telling me I can do it. Yeah, you're my accountability partner yeah. and I'll be yours. Yeah. Because we don't pray it as a family. Mm-hmm. And I just think we need courage. And yeah. to get courage, we need the power of prayer. Yes. And Our Lady is the one that will give me the courage. So mm-hmm. I've told a few of them, they don't all know yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So that uh, yeah. that's going to bring me joy and it's going to be bring me immense joy to be a family praying the rosary. Beautiful. <laughs> me luck. All right, Jenna, you better go back to your beautiful family. I heard I could hear Nico before. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no! Don't be sorry. We're all women here. <laughs> thank you so, so much. Thank you Dad. so much. It was a 
joy speaking with you. Bye. Bye-bye. I'll just...